Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric Salas, and joined with me over the phone is Chris Perotti, as always. Actually, welcome back. Not as always. You missed last week, and I sat with Mark, and I actually recorded two podcasts with him, uh, uh, Franchise Tag and the other one being First Down Giants, which um, is a brand new podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. If you're into the New York Giants, all things New York Giants, if you're into how much they suck and how much they're they're good sometimes, you know, tune into that, and you'll find out. I'll plug more at the end, but yeah, welcome back, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just been hectic with work and, and, you know, stuff starting to pick up. So they're just, even now, like I was telling you before, I, I got home at like 6.30, 6.45, ate dinner. I sat down in my bed for about 20 minutes and I almost knocked out. It has been, it's been a long week, a busy week, a stressful week, an awful Sunday, but it's okay. So let me address the elephant in the room here. Uh, you missed yeah. last week in a critical moment where you probably could have just sounded off on the Falcons. And I'm like, who knows? They'll have a bounce back week the following week. And they do the exact same thing they did the other week. And maybe at a, as a lesser scale. But it's still pretty bad going back to back weeks. So you not being there just didn't feel right talking about the Falcons. And you... Come into this podcast all the time wearing Falcons gear. You showed up to my house in Falcons gear before Corona hit. And you take so much pride in this Falcons team. You've been there for the ups and downs. I don't know how old you were by the time you started comprehending football to even understand that you are a Falcons fan. And you're also sitting here in front of me. And I'm not even, I didn't even hit record to post this on YouTube, but screw it. Um, and you have a wall behind you with a giant Falcons sticker on it. I'm surprised it's not ripped off and clawed by now. But uh, yeah. and you know, let's hop right into it. And let's start a recap. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this time, and I'm picking your Falcons. Uh, they lost to the Bears, who ended up winning with two different quarterbacks, uh, Mitch Trubisky, before he was taken out towards the later half of the game. Uh, but what quarter was he taken out? Was it the third or fourth? Was it after half? Uh, I think it was right after half. Right after I half. Was, I think it was it was in the after half, somewhere in the third. I don't know if it was directly after halftime or. I, I didn't I didn't want to watch it. I I, <laughs> I I didn't I literally just kept on red zone and was switching on to the Giants games because I had some I had Mark over and he wanted to watch the Giants game. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ruining that. That's my equally as horrendous, but at least you know yeah. what you're getting. Exactly. <laughs> but at this point I think you know what you're getting with the Falcons too, that if you have a lead, <sighs> don't even bother. But yeah, this game ended thirty to twenty six. They ended up taking out Mitch Trubisky and put in Nick Foles. He's going to fulfill that contract now that they picked up from Jacksonville. He's officially going to be the starter moving forward. They're three and zero in a division that's awful. So the Bears, yep. are, if anything, they're picking up the slack from everyone else. And the Packers don't sleep on the Packers, but they're looking to compete. The Chicago Bears. Um, but I still think it's a little fugazi the three and zero because because you know you could factor in yeah. that. Those other teams were not so good. They went up against the Lions, and then they went up against... Well, the Lions should have won. Lions, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I'm surprised uh, he's even able to just get up and <laughs> and go work out and go watch film without just knowing that in your rookie year, that's the that's going to be the probably the highlight of of your rookie years, you dropping yep. that pass. Um, but who was I going to say? Yeah, they versed the... Yeah, the Lions. How can I forget... The Giants, which came down to the very end, and if you're competing with the Giants, and we uh, for initially I thought the Giants were going to compete this year. First two games, they weren't even that bad against the Steelers Week One on Monday night, and they weren't too bad against the Bears. But then the Jets, I mean the Jets, sorry, the Giants, in their home stadium, no fans, get shut out by essentially 
the NFL's JV team being the 49ers right now because everyone <laughs> is hurt. They don't want to play on that turf, and I'm not going to get into that, but that just goes to show you that 3-0, don't hang your head on the 3-0. That's, all, that's pretty much all I was getting at there. But the Falcons, um, again, have a 20-point lead in the first quarter. Oh, no, no, sorry. I'm looking at the Cowboys game. I don't know why I switched back and forth. It's back to week one. So we're... I think it was a to, 16 or something like that. Yeah, it jumped me all the way back to week one for some reason. We it was had the something game right like that. But it was, um, they had a pretty significant lead. But th- yeah, they had uh, six points in the first, 10 in the second. After half, they had 10. And, and we're looking at score. a Bears team that had a field goal in the first and just one touchdown before halftime. And then before making the quarterback change, actually after making the quarterback change, they put 20 points up on the board with Nick Foles. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm just going to give you the floor here and say, you could say what's wrong with this team. You could say what happened in this game. Your coach is on the hot seat. A lot of things going on with this or, with this organization because there's so much talent, so much money being thrown around, and this is the product you come up with. I'm going to stop talking. Go at it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the first week, uh, well, it would have been week two uh you know they blew that lead and i was just like you know being a falcons fan that's what that's what they're known for doing you called that lead too but you called that uh, lead being uh, exposed to dude before i let you like go off on this team i just got to mention i have this conversation with mark all the time do you have like psychic power sometimes you should really bet more because I should. Because you, you're like they're gonna. You, it's like everybody, calm down. They're gonna lose this lead, and they suck. And that's exactly what they do. And yep. I'm like, what do you mean? There's no way you could lose to the, you know, the way you're dominating the Cowboys like that. And then something like that happens, and then you come into this week, yep. the same thing happens. By the way, one stat, real quick. There is a. I forgot what the stat is, but there was never been um, an NFL team that has like had a, a lead more than 16 points. Um and lost to that like of that deficit and they did it twice back to back weeks, only team ever yep. in NFL history to do that. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're continuing to make history. <laughs> All right, uh, just say what's wrong because you're a fan. Uh, for me, the Falcons are like whatever. They're on the TV. I guess they'll compete. And if something happens, like all right, cool, it's a meme. But you are a diehard fan, diehard fan. So you're looking at this from the outside in from a person that's. You probably know most of the team, I would say. Like, not most. I probably Maybe even more than someone should know their own team. You probably know every single lineman, know every single defensive lineman and defensive backs that are second string or third string. So just just sound off and what needs to be done here. Yeah, just just honestly, like I said, I watched the Dallas game. And it's it's. I feel like I'm in an, an abusive relationship with the Falcons. That's the best way I can put it. Like, you know, you know, when you're dating, you know, or you have that friend that's dating someone and it's like, oh yeah, like this is the time, like I'm going to finally, you know, I'm finally going to, going to, you know, be done with this and I'm going to move on and, and things are going to be different. And you're a hundred percent convinced things are going to be different. Uh, You know, and you're all set. And and then they come in and and they swoop you in and they, they, they want, they get you back and they they bring you in for more. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, maybe, maybe this week is going to be a little different. Oh, maybe this year is going to be a little different. Oh, okay. And, and it's, it's the same, it's the same Falcons and it's, it is so, so disappointing because every year I think I have, you're laughing, but you're dying inside. 
I think I have more heart and motivation. Like, literally, they blow that lead, and I'm ready to go drop kick somebody. And you see these guys just walking off like, yeah. And I'm just like, ah, like, how are you just so nonchalant about this? Like, I'm ready to go beat the crap out of somebody right now. And you're just walking off as if this is whatever. And then you get the press conferences of the year. We're angry. Oh, you're not angry. Cause if you were angry, you wouldn't be acting like this. Like, Oh God. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's coaching. I don't know if it's mindset. I don't know if like everything just needs to be completely exposed. I don't know if they're not conditioned. And that's why at the very end of the game, the last two weeks, they're just completely exposed. I, I don't know what it is. I'd like to say, I know what it is but I have a feeling Dan Quinn's gone. Now it's a matter of That when. has been said for years now. These two games may have sealed the deal. I think they yeah. ride I think they ride it out with him though. I don't think they're going to fire him mid-season now, or anything like that, but dude, how how is somebody that has been on the hot seat this long and like on the borderline of being fired still somehow finds a way to come back? He gets he gets to rebuild his own coaching staff, which I have never seen because if you usually you usually no. rehire a coach and then he gets more new coaches, and no, it's the same coach that was in the hot seat. You bring him back in, start from scratch, and it's just I feel like you just got you guys just have late stretches which save his job. But why can't you just look past that and go to someone else? I I don't know. I don't know what's going on at this point. I'm thinking about you know emailing over my resume, who, which has nothing but I'm ready to apply for this job. Like I am just, Oh, it's just so upsetting and following these pages. Everybody else is upset. That, that's all Falcons fans. And it's just like, at this point, it's like, honestly, I go into it looking forward to watching football, but like, I can't watch them play because I know the outcomes. And I know, you know, they, it's one of those things I'm sure as a giants fan, you're going to understand this. They just frustrate you beyond belief. But you know you're you, getting that. But but you keep you going don't. back. You just went to a Super Bowl not too long ago. I feel like I blinked and now we're here. I know. And they have gone downhill so farther than I could have ever imagined I, for a team I, that's I this good. I Dude, I told it. you this. I think they have one of the best wide receiver cores in the league. They draft linemen every year, so they address the problems that are needed. Their defense is okay. Um, and honestly, that'll do. Because what what do the the Chiefs have? They have a great quarterback, MVP. Matt Ryan is a former MVP. Makes a Super Bowl. He does lose, but who did he go to Super Bowl with? More of the same people that are in-house right now. Maybe some new faces here and there, but he has a great wide receiver core. That's what Pat Mahomes has. Has a, you know, he he has a really good line. You guys have a good line. And his defense is okay. They just adjust to whatever... Like, no, no, Chiefs no, are not the number adjust. one defense. They're they're oh, not even oh, close. The oh, the Chiefs. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the Falcons. I was like, no, no the they Falcons, don't adjust. That's no, the, the problem. Falcons defense are terrible, dude. I, I forgot. I'm going to mention this before I forget. But seeing that play where Mitch Trubisky was like taken off because there was nobody For 45 yards. They, I saw a screenshot. And it's yeah. like there's nobody here. No, they have no idea what they're doing at all. They don't. They don't know what they're doing. And and like. And then, I mean, now there's there's this goes further on based on the news that came out, you know, yesterday and today. But, you know, our, our defense is like, yeah, our defensive line is not bad. We have one or two solid linebackers. Our secondary is pretty new, pretty banged up, whatever. And then our rookie, our first-round rookie, I get 
I'm so angry. I'm fuming about this loss. And it's like Thursday, Friday. And I'm thinking like, all right, we just got to get through this. It's a new week. We're going we're gonna to have a good game. And I check my phone. And what do you know? It's a notification. AJ Terrell placed on the COVID list. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like, what else is going to happen to this team? Yeah, I, I don't know either, man. And I'm honestly shocked. Maybe because you, if we did this fresh off the game, like Monday. Oh, and we we're oh, talking. You'd probably be you'd be ripping them right now. I know you sat on this for a while, and you're just like, "All right, we're on to next week." But as of yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. uh, at the moment where you're really heated, you probably would be yelling oh. right now. Oh, so. I uh, the first yes, the first game against the Cowboys, yes. You could ask Mark. He was there during the second game, and you were texting in the chat. I just sat there. Believe it or not, I think this Bears loss is more pathetic than than the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game, it's like, the Cowboys are still a good team. Yeah. And they're capable of making that kind of comeback if you allow them to, which they did. It was kind of the onside kick that kind of made you want to pull your hair out. But in this game, we're talking about a quarterback didn't even get his fifth-year option picked up. They're kind of on their last licks. They're like, whenever this guy sucks, we're going to pull him. And you're on that side of you're in, in the game where the change happened. And the worst fear is that when uh, <laughs> I almost said his nickname, but I probably shouldn't say it on this podcast. <laughs> Nick Foles comes in. I'm too, I'm too used to saying his nickname. But mm-hmm. he comes in and he, that's the last thing you want to see happen is Nick Foles going off on your team, and he's their guy moving forward, and they had to discover that against you guys, the Falcons. Um, yeah, but, but that's gotta what, be tough. honestly, yeah, but what that shows is that also shows ongoing issues that I think is beyond just this year. I think this has been an issue over uh, definitely last year and maybe even a little bit of the year prior. But the, the Falcons do not adjust. They do not no, know how to adjust. No. And that showed because they clearly game plan for Trubisky. They clearly game plan for a certain type of game. And then you could see that the second a new quarterback comes in, they have no idea what they're doing. And that's because they don't make adjustments in game. They prep, and that's all they stick to. They do not make adjustments. It's almost like you so, just skip halftime because they're not doing anything. What are they doing? Just sitting around? And, and that's what it is. And, it, and it's kind of like, what the hell are you doing? Because constantly, like, the, the, the offense is all over the place because when they should be running, they're passing. When they should be passing, they're running. And, and it's just like, what is – like, no one seems to know how to do their job. No one seems to know what's going on in this freaking organization. I almost slipped that one. No okay. one knows what's going on in this organization. And it's just like, honestly, I'm at the point where it's like, just – scrap them just scrap them and at this point just start with a new coach. i was just gonna i was a good transition there because this is what i was gonna say so if you decide to tear everything down and you probably won't be tearing everything because no. it's like you just signed julio to a new deal matt ryan still has got some years left on his contract and he's one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league mm-hmm. um calvin Ridley's gonna get a massive deal when his time comes he's doing so well russell gage will probably stick around will be that role kind of guy uh who where else is money being thrown on your defense Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett, you just signed him over the offseason. Right. I so think Deion Jones as well, our linebacker. So you're this isn't sorry, there's a little bit of noise here. But you're not gonna blow this up uh once this ends. Like you're gonna go with a new coach, no. but I don't know who's gonna be available by then. Who knows? Maybe you get a guy like uh, I was actually mentioning this on the interview I did. I'm gonna mention that um later on in the podcast and plug that in. But uh pretty much people are looking at 
Bienemy again some more interviews uh, when the time comes. What do you think of that potential hire if he comes in? Because it's not necessarily you're not starting from scratch with uh, potentially a rookie head coach who doesn't really know what he's doing and he's got to figure it out with a team that can compete. Um, and instead, you go with a guy that's been coaching Pat Mahomes for a while and he's on a pretty solid. He sees what a good offense is. So, do you think that'd be a potential good hire if that comes? No. And no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Let me get. Let me get comfy. All right. All right. So, no, this is not a good hire. You want to know why this is not a good hire? Because it's a trap. This is what we. This is why we hired <laughs> Dan Quinn. We hired Dan Quinn because our our owner was like, "Oh wow, they have the Legion of Boom. He's just a great defensive coordinator. He's he's got great leadership. We're gonna bring him in." And what did we find out? It was Pete Carroll. That's what we found out. Yeah, yeah. And and what's going to happen here? We're going to hire him, and we're going to find out it was Andy Reid. That's what it was. So we're going to be exactly where we were five years ago and do it again. And then Kyle I'm Shanahan not, leaves, and you're like, who? Why did we go from yeah, zero yeah. great you, you, things yeah. to nothing? It's it was you, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> you want to know? You want to know who who is no longer with us? That was with us when we went to the Super Bowl. Matt Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan. And where yeah. are they? They were they were at the championship game last year. Yeah, what were we talking? Thirteen oh, and three God. for the Packers. Yes. Very competitive, and then the Niners went to the Super Bowl. And if they but, didn't blow I their mean, lead, they would have won. And then Shanahan did what he did in, with us. But I mean, like, what the hell are we doing? It is just like, honestly, I want someone that is just like, just so out there. And it's like, I don't have an opinion. I can't have an opinion. It's just some random freaking coach. You th- and it's just like cool. so. If they bring in a brand new coach from college who's never coached in the NFL before, you're gonna be fine with that. I take the enemy and hopefully pr- pray every single night that something different happens instead of some other coach that you like. Listen, I'm a Giants fan, and it's this is a team that's gonna be built from the bottom up. So it's fine. You 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 bring in a special teams coordinator. But he's never coached before, and you're going to bring in a coach for a team where they're. And listen, they're not blowing this thing up. They're going to hold on as long as they can to this core offense and whoever they have on defense right now that they've had for a little bit. They're not letting any of these guys go. They're not. They're not going to start from scratch. So, I don't know. Are no, you? But, you're fine with that? No, but I think what's going to happen is I'm going to sit here and they're going to, in Falcons fashion, do what they do best. And you know they're gonna be like, what, like you know him, and then Martindale as well is another option that people have mentioned. Not a bad option uh, either. As as another option, exactly. So so they're gonna be some big name assistants or you know coordinators that that are gonna be out there, and it's gonna be hyped up and hyped up and hyped up and hyped up, and we're gonna sign like the uh, like the special teams assistant out of like the Bengals. And freaking like, what the hell is going on? That's what's going to happen with our not team. the Bengals, probably like the Rams yeah, but, or something. Yeah, but but you know what like I mean. A, like, like a good team not... where it's like, if I just take a coach that had a winning yeah. record, but probably didn't have much to do with, it, and I bring him in, maybe that'll trickle into our organization. Yeah, it, it's going to be some random position where they're going to say they're going to go after these big name people. They're going to get none of them, and uh, yeah, and then then we're going to be. Fast forward, fast forward one year from now, and uh, yeah, I, I still don't know what I'll even be saying about it because it'll be too early. So I figure we move on from this game. I just wanted to give you the spotlight a little bit, and there's not really not much to say, but taking a look at the stats a little bit, obviously if you're going to lose like that, Matt Ryan had 19 completions, almost 40 attempts, 
one touchdown and a pick. Todd Gurley, 14 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And have they not learned? Have they not learned? Brian Hill? What? Seriously. Seriously? Listen, I had a vendetta with this because <laughs> I, a fantasy. With Todd, with, with, not with Todd Gurley, but I had uh, Freeman. And I was hoping he'd have a good year. He did not. But uh, he was okay. But who was stealing the spotlight? It was Edo Smith and Brian Hill. Yep. And they're doing the same thing again. I'm sure Todd Gurley doesn't mind. He's like, listen, my knee's, my knee's like not what it used to be. So, you know, if, if someone else is going to take the carry short, like I'll, I'll get my, I'll get like in the double digits and carries, but maybe the yards are okay and a touchdown. That's probably his ceiling though. Like 14 carries, 80 yards and a touchdown. That's yeah. the most you're going to get with him probably this year. Probably 14 to 15 carries in a game. Yeah. Dude, Calvin Ridley's a beast. He is a beast. That and draft he, pick, I remember seeing it. I'm like, they hit the nail on the head there. That's exactly what they needed. I am. I can yell at a lot of people right now, and he's one of them I won't. So he should be honored about that because <laughs> there's a lot of people I could yell at right now at that organization. He's not on the list. Is Julio Jones coming back this week? I I don't know. He has a little while. He's It's Monday night. Unfortunately, yeah, everyone's because, gonna have to watch the Falcons get uh, lit up by Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. You want to know what's gonna happen? This is gonna be the game where they're gonna wake their asses up and they're gonna play like champions on Monday like, night. Though Aaron Rodgers they, loves the spotlight on for, Monday for night. For some reason, whenever we play the Packers, as of recent, they play well. I don't know why. Julio gets over 100 yards pretty much any time they he's play. Got, he's got to be back though. Matt Ryan does well. They just decide they know how to play football against the Packers. Don't ask me why. If that's the case, I wish we played the Packers every week. Listen, if your like, team is going to play bad, you better hope they play bad on like a 1 o'clock game on a Sunday. So everything gets filtered out for those games. But on a Monday night or a Thursday night, and we probably could see a Tuesday night game this week, yeah. and we haven't even gotten into that yet, uh, then all the eyes are on you if nothing else is going on. And maybe you're lucky because a lot of these baseball playoffs are going on and the finals is on tonight. Uh, but for the most part, NFL ratings, uh, what they say is that people are tuned in. So um, you better, you better just, hope they bounce back. Dude, I hope they've never been 0-3 want... since the start of Matt Ryan, the Matt Ryan era when he, when he first came in. I think it's like a rookie or something. And yep. um, if you go 0-4, that'll also be a first. So uh, that, that can't happen. I mean, honestly... I'm just, I'm just bracing for the game and, and bracing for the memes that will be posted about it. Alrighty, so um, let's get into some uh, news that came out yesterday, um, and it was that the uh, after after the Titans and Vikings game, there was reported that I, I believe this is the right number. I don't have it in front of me that it was eight positive cases of COVID amongst the Titans team. And mm-hmm. they today just got their game postponed against the Steelers that was scheduled for one o'clock this Sunday. Um, and that's pushed until potentially Monday or Tuesday. And this is a big deal because coming into this year, this is going to be the problem. If you find any issues with COVID, uh, football is not baseball. There's no double headers. Uh, it's tough to mm-hmm. move things around because you got to play through um, those 16 weeks and, and for the most part, you really can't. It's hard to work with. Football's tough because you have short weeks, you have longer weeks, like Thursday night games and Monday night games. So if you move things around, it could be a little annoying. Looks like if they fall into this type of situation where, um, where you know now you got to test everyone. Hopefully they get better by, uh, you know, a certain day. 
I guess you're okay. Like a Monday, like it makes sense because they have that doubleheader on like opening night, right? And then like a Tuesday, everyone's kind of intrigued. It's like, oh, I'm going to get Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Give me some of that. So it's like, I don't mind that either. But that's not a good look for the league considering that they didn't take the proper protocols prior to coming into the season. And then they did significantly well. Um, again, we're going into week four and this is kind of, and it is pretty early, but you kind of expected something to happen earlier because all the tests came in, everyone's negative, all, all the, you know, everyone, you know, like team, like, like the players. And then, you know, you have like your staff and stuff like that. Everyone's okay. So that's an upside there, but here it is now. So, um, what they did was they shut down the Titans facility until Saturday and there was buzz around saying that. Maybe they don't move the game at all, and they get that one-day walkthrough on a Saturday and come in on Sunday. I didn't think that was fair, and clearly they didn't think so either, so they moved it to a Monday slash Tuesday. Um, yeah, what'd you think of this when it happened? Because the NFL, they're a little ignorant when it comes to, I guess, COVID in general, because there was already players before the season started being outspoken, like, listen, take the proper protocols. We want to play, but you got to do it right, and... They started off okay, and now we're kind of uh, reaching a point where you better hope that I don't think the Vikings tested positive at all, so I think they're no. okay. But that's a lot of people still infected by you know just in one team alone. Not something you want to see there. What was your opinion, or not even opinion? What was your thoughts when you first saw that? It's like here we go. But I think yeah. the season's gonna finish anyway. I'm just saying that you know this is kind of a tough thing to see this early. Yeah, I was sitting at work and I saw the notification and I was just like, oh no. I was not, wasn't happy, was like, oh, this is, this is definitely not a good start. I mean, haven't even gotten a month into the season and now we're having this issue. I mean, everybody kind of assumed it would happen. It happened in MLB. Uh, you know, they were able to get it under control and I think that they can get it under control, but they do have the the difference between the MLB and them is that they are tackling each other. They are on top of each other. So if, you know, let's say these people aren't, these players aren't testing positive. And then let's say it comes out a week later that they're positive. They play a game and then they end up playing in this game and they're tackling people and all that. That's how it's going to spread like crazy. But why is the NFL kind of winging this? Like, you know, all right, well, they're kind of in that mentality where like, all right, when we get to that problem, we'll figure it out from there. This is this is like a life or death situation here. And I know yeah, it's, it's it's probably not going to be that big of a deal. Like, like they're going to be okay. They're going to quarantine and they'll be good by the time the game comes around. And there may not even be one positive case for the remainder of the season, but really thinking about it, right? You can't, <laughs> for a company that makes billions of dollars every year, regardless if there's fans or not, um, I think running into the scenario where, all right, we got to figure this out once it happens, instead of having a plan for it, um, a little tough to defend that. Cause, uh, this is, this is, this is real life here. As much as we want to see football being played, take our minds off, um, COVID people are losing jobs. People are dying left and right. Um, you want to make sure everyone's healthy. You know, you don't want to have that on your hands as, as big of a company NFL is and watching these other teams doing it right. Like the NBA is going to finish unscathed the nhl just finished and they they Uh bubbled up and the nfl isn't bubbled dude there everyone can go home people can do whatever they want and um people are still kind of figuring out if bubble's the right way to go seems like it is hard to do that with the nfl who knows if anything changes i think they're going to go with the way they are right now whoever gets covid we'll figure it out from there 
still, I, I think there should have been a little more precaution because maybe they, if they were expecting something to happen, then I'm pretty sure they thought it would have happened towards the tail end of the season where things could get moved around a lot easier. But this is, we're not even to week four. And they didn't get this, you know, and now they got to start scrambling and figure this out. Um, yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, the NFL is just ruthless at the end of the day. They're just going to do whatever they want, however they want to do it. And regardless of what happens during COVID, they're like, we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see how they figure it out. They really haven't come out and said anything, so I don't really have much of an opinion on it because I don't really know what they're going to do. But it's, like you said, it's a little tough to uh, not even a month in to see this happening. This is kind of what everyone feared, and no one really wanted this to happen, especially not this early. All right, so let's barrel through this uh, slate here. Um, so we already jumped on your Falcons. We got that out of the way. Uh, all the frustration, but uh, let's start uh, from the top, right? Thursday night football, uh, Dolphins, Jaguars. Um, oh. Not the most sexiest game oh. of all time, um, but still not the worst, right? Uh, but it was, <laughs> it was another week where Ryan Fitzpatrick shows that whoever the backup is, doesn't matter if your name's Josh Rosen or Tua Tagovailoa, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm sticking around, <laughs> and he threw two touchdowns, and uh, compl- only. Only incompleted two of his throws, 160 yards. Um, they find out they have a pretty solid running back in Miles Gaskin. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just delay, just delaying the inevitable uh, of Tua eventually becoming the starter. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I watched this game. Um, I was working late, so by the time I got home, it was probably around nine o'clock. So it was probably almost halftime at that point. It was pretty much a probably five or so minutes before half. Uh, so I didn't really see much of the first half. I pretty much just saw the second half when, like, the, the Dolphins just kind of took over. It, was, it wasn't enjoyable to watch. No. I didn't enjoy any second of it. I didn't – I wouldn't watch it again. I don't look forward to this Thursday's game either. <laughs> that, oh, no, that's, that's even I worse. I, I'm really not looking forward to that. Uh, I mean, luckily there's other sports going on. But at the same time – uh, you have to see how awful that's going to turn out. I think that's more fun than anything. Yeah. Um, but th- this game ended thirty-one to thirteen. Miami Dolphins move on to one and two. Jacksonville Jaguars one and two. Who would have thought they even get one win in their uh, in the left column there? But um, in this game, you really found out that you know you like Minshew, but he does have his off days. Uh, and James Robinson, an undrafted rookie. He's the first undrafted rookie to start week one in NFL history. I mean, rightfully so. This dude's an absolute stud. He only had 11 carries, 46 yards, two touchdowns, four platoon yards for carry. But he also had six receptions, 83 yards. He's kind of do-it-all type running back. And I think they found their guy. So, uh, you know, they can worry about the other positions when their their drafts come because they're loaded on draft picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, uh, if they were able to get that one win and they get this one and two, I think the Jaguars are bound to at least win a couple more games and they're, they won't get the number one overall pick or, you know, just people expect them to be a dumpster fire. So when they win games, I guess people get excited, but they really aren't supposed to win any games with who, the people they've given up and the people they've, you know, tossed to some other team just for some draft picks. They're tearing this thing down and, uh, you know, losses will come. But um, seriously though, like this is not, 
not the sexiest game like I mentioned before. So I guess it was kind of a get right game for Miami. And it was like if you're going up against a team that's already they want to be a dumpster fire. I think you should win here before <laughs> Sunday comes <laughs> and you're going up against the Seahawks where you're gonna get absolutely demolished. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But dude, I like Miles Gaskin, but can can why is the I don't mind the league doing this. Honestly, I kind of like it. But in terms of fantasy, it kind of sucks. It's like, why is there a running back by committee for like half the te- half the teams? I don't know. What it's... I, I guess we're t- leaning away towards that old school. Like, yep, we draft a guy, and that's gonna be the guy forever. And now it's like I could sign two more people, and I can get them, and I can get them some carries, and we could still win. As opposed to just feeding it to this one running back. Like, have you ever heard of this before? And usually this is with a fullback or something. But Jordan Howard is specifically was specifically signed to where they're an inch away from the goal line. And put him in the game. Get the touchdown. Let's move forward. Three carries. One yard. One touchdown. That's all they're using him for. What is that? Never heard of that in my life. Yeah, I don't know what is going on. I, mean, I don't it, like it. It has happened before. I don't. I don't want to say that. It like, has. No one's it ever has. seen it. But it's kind of it's the whole league now. Not necessarily like the Jordan Howard situation where you only get one guy to get touchdowns. But now everyone's kind of doing a running back by committee thing. Like the Rams go from having Todd Gurley, an MVP, like a MVP candidate, an absolute stud, do it all, to Cam Akers, Malcolm Brown, Darrell Henderson, and then there's other teams that are doing the exact same thing and Miami's one of them I have no idea as you mentioned it sucks for fantasy because you don't know who to play nope and and you know you'll play one guy because he did well last week and then he gets no looks and and their other guy gets looks and it's like well when do I play him you it is it is just and like you said they're in different situations they use them it's just it's a mess. I hate it. I mean, I, if I, you I, can make it work, sure. But if it's just for fantasy, it's like, that's not fun. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> but fantasy, the, they could care awful. less about, <laughs> they could about our fantasy teams. So yeah, they, they hate fantasy. So. All right. So moving on from this game, I'm sure Joe Buck and, you know, uh, he didn't, he probably did, could care less about that game, too. Uh, yeah, Troy Aikman. That's the person I was thinking of. I don't know why I forgot his name. Uh, just so I can get this out of the way, uh, Niners Giants. Oh my God. Uh, I I have a I have a nice story. Okay, go. Before uh, we go into the upsetting part of the game. Okay. So so, um, that that league that we do the dynasty league that we're in. So, yeah, I I, if I gotta pay money next year, hey, listen, I, I don't know if anyone else has done this. I'm sure they have, but if it's a dynasty league. You're playing with the same players you had the week year before. I picked up from someone's team they had last year, which is absolutely awful. Don't know how I'm two and one, but if I gotta throw in money next year, I may or may not decline if we don't like do something different. And I have nothing to say because this is my first year in it. But I can't. I I don't know if I could do that. The team yeah, but, sucks. All right, just throwing see, that out there. Yeah, but but as you mentioned, you know we didn't pay in, so. Everybody's getting hurt on my team. Saquon is one of the guys on my team, and obviously yeah. he went down. So I'm just like, who the hell am I gonna play? No one. I don't know. I don't know who I'm gonna play. Like I'm really trying to figure this out. And then I have James White, and he's out. I'm just like, what? Who am I gonna play a running back? Like I don't know what to do. So I just happen to look at that that game. I'm just like reading about it, and they're like, oh yeah, there's like a third string running back that uh, is going to be brought up in the practice squad. 
and you know he, he, just just look for him so i'm like okay so i just pick him up and i'm like whatever like are you i'm no 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 jamichael oh, no. hasty he, he did not <laughs> so, he did not do that wait wait uh no nothing in the passing game right? yeah he had one reception so but whiffed on that but Yeah, but I mean, I was so excited because we're watching the end of the game and the Giants are getting blown out. And who do I see checks into the game? Jamichael Hasty. And I'm cheering him on. I'm like, Jamichael Hasty. And I'm waiting for him to, like, you know, go off. He got me like three fantasy points. I'll take it. But I, I, I am so excited. And, like, I found him on Instagram, I DM'd him. I told him like I'm his biggest fan. He probably people don't even know who he is. How many I followers his, does he have? Maybe we can get him on the show. He's got like five thousand. Okay, so, we we can get him on the show. Is, so, his, is his DMs open or is he like private? Yeah, it's it's open. So I'll send him some more information. Please but, do. And, and and then I found online his jersey, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy his jersey, and he's gonna be like, who just bought my jersey? Like he's gonna get like a notification, like who. Who bought my jersey? Who knows that I'm on a team? And I'm going to be like, it's me, Jamichael Hasty. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start him this week again. All right, so let's let's start the pain. So this game ended uh, 36 to 9. Uh, it was at MetLife. Giants are 0 3. Niners are 2 1. Don't know how every single person you could think of, of that's notable on that team is hurt. Yep. But they literally played all their backups all the way down to fourth stringers just rotated them in back and forth they didn't even go back to san francisco they went to west virginia to prepare for the game came back to jersey and did not want to play on the metlife turf which they had to do last week against the jets and they still put up 36 and did not allow the giants to get more than 10 points this was a waste of my time to even think for a second that the Giants were going to win this game. And I'm so glad I was very close to putting money on this because they were plus three and a half, the Giants. Um, Cause they were still a dog, but it's like, I'll, I'll take the points. And I'm so glad I did not waste money. I would have rather watched money burn. Honestly, if I did put, if I did put, if I, if I, if I were to guess this outcome, I would have rather burn money. But <sighs> John, I said it on this podcast again uh, with Mark that Giants are historically bad against backup quarterbacks, and they made Nick Mullins look like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Threw for almost 400 yards, nearly 350, I should say, 343 yards, a touchdown, 25 for 36, and then this was like you're running back. You could like Mostert, who at the time it was like, all right, this is our guy moving forward, but. You look at a guy like Mostert. That's not your number one running back at all because they had like uh, Brita, right? And everyone thought Brita was the guy. He leaves. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, Mostert put up a pretty solid year, so he's going to be our guy. We'd give him all the carries. On the first carry against the Jets, he gets like an 85-yard run mm-hmm. and eventually gets hurt. So he was out for this game. Jerick McKinnon tore his ACL twice, I think, because he had some <laughs> yes, setbacks. Twice. 14 carries, 38 yards, a touchdown. Didn't even get three-point yards. Didn't even get three yards per carry. Ayuk gets a touchdown. You like Jermichael Hasty? You were expecting him to go off there I love too. Jermichael Hasty. Jeffrey Wilson gets a touchdown receiving. Who is Ross Dwelly? Jordan oh, Reed a, gets gets hurt end. because of the sticky turf. We know who Trent Taylor is. I forgot Mosinu is even on this team. Uh, dude, just 
what the hell was that? Honestly, to not <laughs> it was the nine points. It wasn't a touchdown and like a safety. It it was all Graham Gano. Graham Gano. <laughs> Three field goals. That's all you got out of this game. They did not. The, the Niners didn't punt. They did not punt. What even is? Are they playing football? What sport are they playing? I was watching Seriously. this game. I was watching this game. And I, I remember. Wait, wait. You said all. earlier they're like, yeah, uh, my Mark really wants to see this game. You really changed the channel to watch this garbage. I applaud well, you. Well, that's what happened. At one point, it's like probably the fourth quarter now, the end of the, the middle to end of third quarter going into the fourth, and Mark is like, hey, uh, can you switch it back to the Giants game? As we have red zone on, I go, why the hell do you want me to put the game back on? And he's like, oh, well, uh, you know, maybe maybe they'll get some like garbage points or like you know some, some fantasy stuff. I was like, no, Mark, I'm not putting the game on. You guys are losing by 30 points. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, hats off to him, too, for sticking with this garbage franchise. Daniel Jones, 17 for 32, 179 yards, an interception. He fumbles. This dude can't protect the football. He, it's it's a joke, honestly. And what's even worse is that you just brought in a head coach. And I went over this on a podcast that I just, uh, like that hasn't been released yet. It will eventually soon, which I'm very excited about. But we went in about – it was an interview with someone. We went and talked about just these New York teams. And 90% of it was the Giants because – you go through a lot of years of them winning and they have the most losses since 2017, including the 0-16 16 season. Yeah. <laughs> and they're doing everything right. And by the way, I'll throw this in there because I didn't get my, it didn't get to get it out on that podcast either, but it's like enough with making fun of the artists formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Now the Washington football team about how bad they are, how much they have a joke franchise they are and about the Browns when they were 0 16, we're all poking fun at them. It's like, how could they be that bad? Look where they're at now. Look at the football team. They don't have a name, but they're, they're making progress. And you have the giants that have lost the most games for the last three years. Enough with that. You're the joke. You're trying to make a joke out of all these other teams. You're the joke. You're lucky the Jets are just as bad, if not worse. You can poke fun at them, but hey, they're looking right back at you and being like, you suck too. You could probably be worse than us if all things considered go go bad. Listen, I want to ask you, you're not a Giant fan? Is Daniel Jones the guy? Is he the guy? Is he? I need an answer. I, I, think, I think coming out of school, he is – very accurate you know a very accurate he knows where to place the ball i think in in that spot he was way above where most guys come out of school and start playing in the league i feel like a lot of these guys don't know how to place the ball yet they're not really throwing it as accurate he has good ball placement. he's very good at that he's very very good at that but he is also very very bad at ball security but that's the only thing you need to do as a quarterback and, yes, and he's very yes, bad at awareness. Yes, you have to throw. Yes, you have to get your reads down. Yes, you have to you know, do this, that, and the other. But the number one thing is protect the football. And you can't do that. Dude, it's your second year. Yes, it's your second year. And, and you know, you want to put like a lot of pressure. Like, you don't want to put that much pressure on a guy going into his second year. But like this was the main concern your first year. And you come in and you're doing the same exact thing. I don't know, man. He has a little bit of a tight window because it was already a questionable pick from the start. And the fact that the Giants love him, he could stick around for a bit, he could be great, but this was pathetic. 
And you have that you have that coordinator who was formerly a head coach and not the worst head coach in the world. People would make memes about him just because he's a Cowboys coach and you don't know how much was being controlled there, whether it was Jerry or if it was it was him. But he's he's still, you know, did pretty well with the offense he had. And Dak isn't a, a first round pick by any means. So it's like I don't know. I I, I am slowly yet quickly falling off the bandwagon for Daniel Jones. And yes, there could be progress. Yes, they can hang on to him a little longer and I'll be eating my words. But if this dude continues to fumble, throw interceptions, how long do you hang your hat on that guy? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, it it is tough. I, I think, unfortunately, there are those kind of, I guess you would say, you know, the, the glimpses of, you hope not, but a glimpse of maybe what happened with Trubisky. You think maybe that's, you know, this is where that could be headed because everyone's like, why would you, you know, draft him that early? He, he didn't, you know, start a ton. Uh, he didn't come from this huge football school. So there's, you know, there's definitely those comparisons, but it, I, I think he has potential. I think he is just has, you know, a tough offensive line. He doesn't have, Great receivers. They're good. They're not great. They can't run block. They can't do anything. Yeah. So and dude, let me let me ask you this though. If they're in position to get a quarterback, and everyone's and they're I'm pretty sure Giants fans' dreams right now at this point, they're ready to throw the season away. And if you're at one, which is nearly impossible, depending on what happens tomorrow, if Gase gets fired, they lose by like twenty something to team to a team that's starting their third string quarterback. It's a wrap for them. They're getting that first round pick, uh, first overall pick. There's no doubt about it. But even at two, you hear guys like Trevor Lawrence, who is probably going to go number one, then yeah. like a Justin Fields, maybe some other names. Can't name them off the top of my head. Do you take a quarterback? Because Gettleman might be done after this. And you might have to hire from within because they just hired Judge, so they're stuck with Judge. So they're kind of just, it's, they're kind of just putting themselves in a trap, kind of. I, I honestly, it's like, oh, it's this team. Do you, like you do mentioned, you take, do you take a quarterback? I, I just, I don't think it's worth it. I, I think you just kind of, I think, and this sounds crazy, and everybody says I'm crazy when I say this, but I think, maybe for the Giants, maybe not, but just in general, I think that Josh Rosen is a good quarterback. I was just thinking that. Playing. You could literally, if he gets, if he's done after this year and, and with the Bucks, I don't know what kind of deal he signed. He got signed to the practice squad, maybe get released after the year. If they look towards Josh Rosen, you're just like, yeah, we'll sign you for little to nothing. And could probably get the most out of him. That's still a possibility. I mean, I, I think he's I, a great quarterback. He's just been. But you're coming to situation. another place that has an awful line. You're, st- you're He's back in the situation he wants to start. He was, but he has a. In my opinion, I think he would have a better coordinator, more established, uh, because he was over. Oh yeah, he'll at, have a better coordinator. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll have a better coordinator. He'll have some some more weapons to work with. I think he has a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder now because he knows you know where he was and he doesn't want to go back there. Darnold is on his way to that same position, by the way. Well, yeah, because because Darnold threw more touchdowns to the other team than he did his own team. But that he time. that's an even worse situation because the coach sucks. And people are starting to think that Sam sucks because he can't do anything. Usually it's like, um, you know, he's young, so he's obviously not going to go against coaches like calls or anything like that. But at some point, you got to see at least something out of him too. Dude, 
Pat Mahomes couldn't read defenses his first year. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So, Sam, like, this is kind of – you got to do something from here too, dude. Like, I feel like if they let go of Gase, maybe he'll let loose a little bit. But at the same time, he's going to be a victim of that circumstance. I don't think they let him go. I think – that's tough. I don't want to get into that discussion because it's like – you could say the same for both guys, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the Giants and Jets are dysfunctional in their own different ways. Oh, yeah. The Giants are just dysfunctional with the, the team they have. The Jets just have coaching issues and so much going on. I cannot wait to release this podcast about New York football teams and how much they're they're just trash. Um, <laughs> one more thing before we move on, because we're already like running up on time and we're only into two games that were awful. <laughs> the... Well, three games actually, but your uh, Devonte Freeman signs with the Giants. What do you think of that signing, and what do you think he's going to do with this team? I I knew he was going to sign the second I saw Saquon down. I was like, yeah, he's going to go to them. Um, but he could have signed anywhere else. We're talking Bucks, Seahawks, and Eagles, and he goes with the Giants, who are in hell right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, he just he just went there. Um, I don't like his number. I think it's ugly. I think he should change it. Oh yeah, it's but... the worst. You go from but twenty-four I, to thirty-one. That's yeah. I mean, I, I think he, I think he could definitely help you guys out a lot. I, he's obviously not the long-term fix because you have Saquon. I mean, maybe you see keep him around as you know insurance. Maybe if Saquon isn't coming back at the time frame they want him, or you know they want to ease him back in, they don't want to just throw him back. Maybe you keep him around, uh, you know, to, to to do that sort of role for one more year, but. He, he's not a bad running back. When Atlanta let him go, he's not a bad running back. He was just not what he was. That's kind of where it was. And I feel like the Falcons were paying him a lot. So they were saying, look, we paid you all this money for you to produce. And he, they weren't, he wasn't producing what they wanted. So they ultimately just let him go. That doesn't mean he's a bad running back. And I think on the Giants, I, I mean, I know that their O-line isn't great, but I, I think he's going to have, have a decent season. I think he could do all right for you guys. Listen, the O-line isn't great. But when Saquon was around, he couldn't run block either. So what does that say about the team? They just tear it down. Even though you're already tearing it down, tear it down again. Anyways, uh, let's get into some more games here. Uh, Washington versus the Browns. That ended 34-20. to Browns take the victory. They're 2-1. This is their first winning record in, I think, the past decade or something like that. Uh, Washington football team is 1-2. and two. They're looking worse as weeks go on. They lose uh, Chase Young, who might be out for a little bit if they get a groin injury. Mm-hmm. Um, not good. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, also not good. 21 for 37, 224 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. And that doesn't go to tell the story that you would see in the game. He was just absolutely terrible. Um, do you want to talk about running back by committee? Uh, Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gandy-Golden, JT, J.D. <laughs> McKissick, Peyton Barber, Isaiah Wright. Even Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin got a rushing, <laughs> rushing, got a carry in there. I was looking at their depth chart. Who the hell is Gandy? Whatever. I mean, who is this guy? Gandy Golden. Yeah, it's a new guy every week. Um, Terry McLaurin's at least a stud. At least you know he he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Logan Thomas, who was a former quarterback playing tight end, he's also not too bad. But don't hang your hat on that either. Uh, defensively, losing Chase Young definitely stinks. But if your offense can't do anything either, don't even bother. Uh, as for the Browns. Another pretty solid game by them. Are you hanging your hat on the Browns, or is it just a bunch of crap? The no, first, no, but I'm game? not. I'm not. But you you want to know, speaking of the Browns, that I look at, and it gets me angry, 
And I, I yelled at him already. Why do you hate the Browns so much, by the way? No, 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 not not the Browns. No, no, no. You just reminded me because there's a Browns player is involved in this. Okay. So I was sitting there checking fantasy, and Mark's like, yeah, like my team didn't do well. I'm looking at his team, I said, oh, you know who did do well? And he goes, who am I? Austin freaking Eckler, the guy that you thought – Oh, he's a bum. He's not gonna be good. And I told Bro, him he sees one week trade. with four points from a player, and it's panic time. Julio is currently on his bench because he's like he had four points. <laughs> I don't like it, <laughs> dude. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. He asked me. He goes, do you think I should trade away Eckler? I'm like, for what? And he's like, oh, well, Eric offered me um, Odell, and we know he has a fetish for him. He's like, and yeah, uh, that's why. I and, text him. and and Ronald Jones, and I said no. And he goes, well, why not? I'm like, because Ronald Jones isn't even – you don't know if he's going to be the starting back. And Odell is like, he's all right. He's not what he used to be. And he's like, oh, yeah, but, but I think Odell's going to do good. I'm like, yeah, but but that's just stupid it's trade. Just, it's just the name that I was like, that's a stupid on. trade because you don't have any running backs then. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he accepts the trade. And then he and then he texts me. He goes, hey, do you, do you want to trade me a running back? And I was like, why? He goes, I don't have any. I'm you like, just traded away your, your running back. Yeah, I'm like because you traded him away. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. Here's the thing. Before we get back, like, I want to get back on track. But I was thinking today. I'm like, you know what? I feel kind of bad because we veto that that crap trade that we're not even gonna get into. I feel bad about that and also taking away a running back. But he he wanted to do the trade. It's not like I was begging him because he was also sending me trades every other day, saying take this, because, take that. Because but he has an Odell fetish. I was like, you know, I started off zero and two. Now one and two. So I was able to pick up James Robinson. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of giving it to him, but I don't want to get crap in return. I'm like, give me Waller or something. But it would just be too easy. It's like, he, he he wants to get rid of Julio. Oh, I'll take Julio. Because he asked me, he goes, do you want Julio? And I was like, for what? And he's like, I don't know, like Aaron Jones or David Johnson. I'm like, so the only running backs I have? <laughs> I'm like, I don't have anyone else. I can't. I'm like, because Mostert's on my bench and he's hurt. That's why I have another good trade candidate because it's like James Robinson. I don't need him. I got Eckler, Chubb, and Elaire. I'm chilling the rest of the year. In terms of receivers, you want to give me Julio? I think I would feel bad for the rest of the league. This is for money. This is his league. So He's trying to do reverse psychology. You know how you put in Odell and he's like, oh, I love Odell, so I'm just going to accept the trade. He thinks because he's throwing Julio in the trade. Then I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just give you whatever the hell you want. No. I'm not just giving you what you want. So speaking of, that's why I don't want to send him a trade because then he's going to ask for everything. I don't want to, like, I'm happy right now. I'm one and two. I might have the best one and two I'm, team of all time. I know. You I'm know? not doing bad. I'm, I'm two and one. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. But back to the Browns, you said you weren't hanging your hat on them. For what reason? We kind of just went on a tangent about fantasy. But, yeah, it's yeah. they're two and one. But they go up against Washington and then the Bengals, and they lose to an actual contender in the Ravens. Um, does that mean for the moving forward, if they go up against good teams, you're just not gonna not gonna go with them? I, I just I don't think they're that great of a team. I think they're an average team. Cowboys think, on Sunday, week after that, Colts after that, Steelers could get exposed. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're anything great. I think honestly, they're one of those teams that. You know, they look great on paper, but they just don't put it together. Whether that's because of coaching or, you know, team chemistry, whatever it is, they don't put it together. They're really <laughs> good at running the ball, though. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but they're really good at running the ball. But then when they're down by 15 points, you can't run the ball. 
that's <laughs> that's what the Ravens do, and we saw that on Monday. Yeah, so so then it's like, all right, you're one good thing, you're kind of, you know, you're stuck because if you start losing, which you do a lot of, you can't run. So. Odell had four receptions, fifty nine yards. Ex- probably expect that every game, like that exact that same exact stat line. Yeah, so Marco um, get Marco get like nine points every week. You got you guys. The Falcon the Falcons should not have gotten rid of Austin Hooper. He's literally wasting his time there. Well, no, that kind of helped us out because he would have demanded a bigger paycheck and we didn't have money to well, pay him. Well, you had to make a trade for uh, Hayden Hurst. Yep. It probably wasn't the worst trade in the world because what would you give up, like a fifth? No, they gave up a second, but they gave up a second that they got traded to them. So they already they had two second rounders. So breaking news here, the Steelers and the Titans game, the Steelers and Titans game is expected to be televised nationally on CBS on Monday at 5 p.m. or Tuesday at 6 or 7 p.m. At 5 p.m.? 5 p.m. on a Monday, which I won't be even out of work by then. Yeah, I probably won't be either. Tuesday 6 or 7, that'd probably be more ideal. I'm going to bank on Tuesday because you want to give the Titans, they're going to have some sympathy for them. Uh, give them as many days as possible to prepare, honestly. Yeah, I, I'd rather G- see Give me a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Give me a Tuesday game. I like I'd rather, that. Yeah, I'd rather it be on a Tuesday, but... Uh wow, that's that's uh that's interesting. Very interesting. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I I just hope that this doesn't turn into like a huge COVID outbreak. Like to where over the next couple of days, it's you better hope not. It's just a good thing the Vikings all got tested and they're all they're all fine. Um, let's get into another crappy game and one I put money on, which I really want to get into, which (laughs) is the Eagles and Bengals. Uh, we have our first tie of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe the only one. Uh, can we get rid of ties? Seriously, this is football. Like this ended twenty three to twenty three. Um, yo, the Eagles suck. At least the Bengals are like trying here, which is why they got the tie in the first place. But what the hell is that? This tie. I, I like how the Eagles are like, yo, this is a must win game. We have to win. Instead, <laughs> it's that it wasn't a must win. It was we'll do anything not to lose this game. That's what it was. And dude, yeah. money on this game. I'm like, cool. They got Jake Elliott, who puts up 64 yard field goals against the Giants because it's the Giants. Comes into the game, and then there's a flag. Offsides, offense, move it back, and they're like, screw it, we're taking the tie. And then the game was over. They didn't even try. They didn't want to go for it. At least try to to score there. They're just like, we're good. Let's go home. I- I remember I was watching that. What the hell is going on with this game? I remember watching it and I was like, is this really a tie right now? Is this really happening? Because, I mean, I'm sure you hear it too because they're in your division. But anytime I hear anything out of the Eagles, all I get told is how they're such a great team and Carson Wentz is a, is a top five quarterback. And, you know, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you almost lost to the Bengals. Yeah, I think I'd rather take the loss. I, almost the tie is going to come Bengals. in handy, luckily, because they're in that division. Uh, oh, yeah. But like I mentioned to you on this podcast many times, it's the div- it's it's the Cowboys' division to lose. It is, yeah. It entirely is. And even they are like not that great, but they're the, obviously they're clearly the best team in that division. Yeah. Um, but Joe Burrow, again, I hate how everyone is still... Worried about Joe Burrow. 
or they just don't care about him at all. It's like, this is their guy. This team is going to get right one day, but at least they got Joe Burrow. Um, by the way, you're paying Joe Mixon to get less than three yards per carry, and <laughs> why? <laughs> you, could get, you could get any guy off the street to do the same thing instead of paying millions to yeah, a guy that can only now- do that. Listen, their offensive line's bad. Joe Mixon's pretty decent, but uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of a joke. Yeah, now you have Gio Bernard who has like his weird mustache. And yeah, his nice. And I think that that's the only reason he did it. I'm sure. But I, uh, it's it's just disturbing though. I, I hate watching the Bengals. Oh yeah, I don't like them, dude. I think Joe Burrow is taking a liking in Tyler Boyd. Ten receptions, I, 125 oh, but, yards. Yeah, but but T Higgins had a good game too. Five or six. Yeah, he had the two touchdowns. Yeah, so it's kind of like you want to know who he's not throwing to? The guy on my fantasy team, AJ Green. Not John Ross either. John Ross is out of there. And yet John Ross is not coming back. No. He he, he literally not. ran the fastest 40 to not do anything after that. Just for that. Yeah, yeah uh, pretty much. Carson Wentz isn't throwing the ball at all. Something's going on in his brain. And you want to know what it is? I think people are, are mentioning it. Is that you draft Jalen Hurts. Now he's all in his head. And he can't make the plays he once did because there was never that worry. And now he saw these interceptions and he comes back and throws another interception and he only threw it because he's like, dude, if I throw any more interceptions, I'm going to lose my job. And then, then he just throws more interceptions. So I, th- yeah, I honestly yeah. think that's the root of the problem because this dude was an MVP candidate not too long ago. And if he didn't tear his ACL, LCL, whatever, he probably would have been MVP in all honesty. Uh, you know, not not much else to say here. To be honest, if you're yeah. top receiver, you know they lose Dallas Goddard, woohoo! But you have Zach Ertz, so you know you could throw to him. But Greg Ward, who was a former quarterback, is your top receiver. Praying for you because Deshaun Watson's hurt. Alshon Jeffries returning to practices. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, not Deshaun Watson. Did I say Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Sorry, Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. I was already thinking of uh. Alshon Jeffrey, and I know that has nothing to do with the name, but I was rushing to get to that before finishing what I was saying prior. So thank you for catching me on that. But the Sean Jackson is hurt. Goddard is hurt. Uh, you're throwing to a former quarterback. Zach Ertz might be your only weapon going into next week. And against two, let's check their schedule. And the fo- oh, bedtime. Uh, even against backups, don't care. They're losing, and that's a, that's the Sunday night game, dude. Can we get some good night game rolling? Like, is you know what? You know, this was going like, off this, of the game. Listen, the Packers and the Saints were, it was great, but if that's it the was. only good game we're gonna have for for a little while, I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna power through that. But yeah, I I don't I don't I'm not looking forward to the game tomorrow at all. Oh no, but it, um, it'll be fun to see the the crapshoot. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Am I? I'm not looking forward to it. I have, can safely say I have no one, on fantasy for tomorrow, so it, it's just like I'm just gonna get home from work, whenever that ends up being. It's gonna be a little after the game starts because I, I have a meeting at seven, but I'm gonna just probably get home, put on the game, and just go to sleep to it. It's probably gonna put me to sleep. Yeah, that's one of those games. All right. Um... Yeah, both teams suck. Eagles suck even more. Uh, Raiders, Patriots. This is a game I should I should have bet on. And getting into the bet that I was going to mention a second ago, since I had money uh, on um, that game. Yeah, actually, hold on. I signed into the wrong app. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> but the gist of it is, uh, so the, I, the the first game was Eagles, Bengals, 
uh, <laughs> hold on, I, I want to go slower here because I want to show you how devastating this was. Devastating. Um, yeah, so Eagles, Bengals, uh, nothing comes out of that because it was a tie. I bet the Buccaneers money line. I also bet the Eagles money line. Uh, I bet the Packers plus three. Easy, right? The Buffalo Bills minus one and a half. You thought it was easy at first, and then the the Rams came back, and then you know you covered the, the spread. And you want to guess what my last game was on this parlay? My five team parlay. It was a four twenty five game, and just broke my heart. Was it the Cowboys game? No, a different one. Another four twenty-five. I asked some, I asked somebody the other day this question, and they were also stumped. Did, did the Chargers play then? I don't know. Nope. One more time. The, the four. It's a game you don't care about, and uh, it was a game that the team should have won. Oh, was it the Bills game? No, I bet that game minus one and a half. I'm talking about a different team. The Jets game. No. The, the Lions game. Yes. <laughs> I bet the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, yeah should have won. Matt Prater field goal. See, like that gets me angry because I am like I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Kyler Murray. I think he's good. He, but I'm not a huge. He, he fan got of exposed him. from the Lions. By the but that's what I mean. Like I'm not a huge fan of him. He's he's good, but I'm just not a huge fan. And I sit there and I'm like, he's bad. He's bad. And he, he does well the first two weeks, and I'm like, all right, I guess I have to eat my words. Like, I guess he's not bad then. And then he does that. Yeah, it's a joke. It's like, are you kidding me? But anyway, moving forward, uh, Patriots, Raiders, this ended 36-20. to 20. Patriots bounce back after losing to the Seahawks. And, um, yeah, Cam Newton is, uh, is Cam Newton, but this is kind of a neutral game for him. Yeah. Sonny Michelle ran for 117 yards on nine carries. Rex Burkhead went off two with two touchdowns. Uh, I think they switched it up this game. They weren't really going for the passing game here. I think they were trying to go back to the run, and it worked. Um, and this was a game, I guess, Bill Belichick was like, I'm not going to waste too much time. And again, the Raiders, they're 2-1. and one, But uh, I think their plan of attack was to run the ball, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, Cam Newton, how much did he run? He didn't even run that much. Nine carries, 27 yards, considering that he ran for, he carried the ball 15 times in week one. Don't even remember uh, the Seahawks game, but he ran a ton there too. Uh, Derek Carr, sneakily playing kind of well this year. Yeah, but uh, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, I guess the Panthers is a little bit of a trap. The Saints, it was like a little bit of whoa. Maybe I we're going to see the Saints get exposed. Yeah, it's definitely surprised because they have a better defense than that. And he, he did great. Um, Josh Jacobs, slower game. He'll pick it back up. Um, it looks like uh, Henry Ruggs may be out for a bit. Yeah, That's definitely uh, a tough loss. Hunter Renfro is finally becoming the Hunter Renfro we wanted to see. <laughs> it's like the Alex Caruso of football. It is, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. And they look the same, too. They do, they do actually, they yeah. Do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, isn't it weird that their offense is extremely boring? But I don't even know how to explain the Raiders. They're just a weird team to me. It's like they have a great offense, yet a weird offense because it's like there's not many weapons, but they're two and one. They shut down Darren Waller in this game. 
And it looks to me, yeah. I'm going to send that trade to Mark because he only caught the ball twice and had nine yards. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give him James Robinson. He's like, yeah, you just take him. <laughs> he's garbage. And then the next week, he's going to have 200 yards receiving. So wait uh, on that. Yeah, not much to say in that game, to be quite honest there, with you. There really wasn't. Uh, was like a- getting into the Bills and the Rams, though, that was a pretty solid game. Uh, but the Bills had, what was it, 28-3 to going into half? You've heard that score Ooh. before. It was twenty-one to three going into oh, 21 half. Twenty-one to three. Okay. Twenty-eight to three. Right after half, they scored, and then yeah, and then they almost did what they I. They almost blew it, but they, they didn't. Did That's it. the key thing, Chris. They didn't. And they didn't. Can, and guess what? We're not talking about how they blew it. We just spent twenty minutes talking just alone, just on the Falcons blowing it. But the the Bills didn't, so you don't get to talk about it. That well, in, in all honesty, they could have. Because that was a very soft pass interference call. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, that was not great. I don't. That was not a pass interference. No, it was not. No, it was not. No, and and it it gets me angry because if that was my team, they would have the refs would have found every single way possible to utterly screw us. So to watch them just hand over the 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 game to the bill, I was like, what? Really? Yeah, very, very, very strange here. But Josh Allen's is still a stud. I'm going to hold on to that yep. for a while. Not much to say there. 300 yards, four touchdowns, a pick. Turnovers will happen to Josh Allen, but he's going to make he's going to make plays. Um, dude, shouts out to the Bills front office, dude. They get they get him some guys to work with like Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, uh, John Brown didn't do John much Brown. this game. He didn't do anything this game actually. But you still go out and get those guys. They spent millions of dollars just to. Give Josh Didn't Allen Singletary something. Singletary have a good game. He had a great game. Thirteen carries, seventy-one yeah. yards. Um, pretty much showing that hey, you bring Zach Moss in here. I'm st- I'm still the guy. Don't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, very very solid. And Josh Allen also had a rushing touchdown too. As for the Rams, they did okay on the comeback. If you don't start off too well, it's not going to end well for you. And um, I like how they came into this year thinking that Malcolm Brown was going to be their guy or like a Cam Akers. It's like, dude, Darrell Henderson was nice. Before that. Yeah. And it shows. 20 carries, 114 yards, a touchdown. Jared Goff was, had a Jared Goffy type game. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup is all the way back. Thank God. He's on my fantasy team. Needed that. And it was looking to me like Robert Woods was going to be the stud, stud guy. He's still getting his fair share, but Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 100 yards, touchdown. Give me that all day. Um, but the, the, the to sum up that game, was pretty much the Bills – uh, restraining, trying to hold on to their lead. But listen, the one thing I'll take away from it out of this game, look at their past three games. It was only a 10-point deficit from the Jets, who are a joke, and the Bills are way better than them. They almost did the same thing against the Dolphins, almost didn't finish off the Rams. You better start putting some teams away, or they're, they're going to eventually figure it out and put, put you away. Because look, their next three weeks, Raiders, who are pretty decent Ooh. this year, regardless of what their offense looks like. Uh, to yeah. me, it's subpar max. Um, then they go up against the Titans. Then the Chiefs. And then back to the Jets. So this next three-game stretch could be tough if you just put these teams away. You could yeah. you could potentially win those games. I'm going to say they find a loss in one of those, especially the Chiefs mm-hmm. one. But if you, put teams, if you put teams away, people are going to start looking in your direction and being like, all right, they're, they're legit. But if you if you don't, you have games like that. Don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, it was 
It was a, it was, a, I had red zone on, like I mentioned, and I kept going back and forth to that. And I was just like, I sat there and I even made the comment. I was like, oh, so this is what it's like to watch a team collapse and not stress out about it because it's not your team. Right. So I want to talk about the uh, Steelers and Texans. Steelers starting off strong 3-0. and As for the Texans, they're 0-3. First two weeks, you're like, I'll give them a pass. Ravens, Chiefs, that's tough. Mm-hmm. But to lose by a touchdown against the Steelers, got to be tough uh, considering that this is a team that should be competing. 0-3, not a way you want to start. You could tell Deshaun Watson is like, dude, I just signed a deal here. I'm going to be here for a while. You're going to take that contract. But I'm not sure about the coach, dude, and the GM, who still happens to be the same person. So we'll see where it goes from there. David Johnson's having a season where he's looking like Todd Gurley, too. It's kind of like a Todd Gurley twin with 13 carries, mm-hmm. 23 yards a touchdown, 1.8 yards per carry. And it's like, you'll take that for fantasy purposes, but it's kind of whatever. Oh, yeah. Randall Cobb, Will Fuller. It's like, get this guy a receiver. Brandon Co- if I, I, you could tell. You can tell Bill O'Brien was like, dude, Brandon Cooks is going to be our, our next guy. He's just not. He's a <laughs> subpar wide receiver. He was not. good at one point. He's just not that good. You thought that was going to be a good replacement? It wasn't. And that and you get David Johnson. That's going to help you in the run game. Congratulations. You could have probably kept hiding and get more, more yards than David Johnson. Um, James Conner, absolute stud. Ben Roethlisberger, absolute stud. Uh, yeah, this this team is gonna is gonna do some big things. I'm gonna look at the uh, at their next couple games, see where they're at. Um, again, the Steelers Titans game, we have yet to see when that game will be played, but it will happen, and that's that's gonna be a pretty head to head pretty head to head matchup considering the defense for the Steelers is very very solid, and the Titans they'll play they'll, they'll play, and then probably get an easy win over the Eagles. No, there's such thing as an easy win, but the Eagles just suck. And then the Browns after that, they'll probably get exposed. And then we get to see the divisional game against the Steelers and the Ravens. So they probably get a good couple weeks left in them. As for the Titans, they'll be against an awful, awful Vikings team on Sunday. That game should not be moved um, because Vikings don't have any positive tests. But then the Jaguars, who will play, but I think the Texans are way better. Uh, and then the Titans, then the Packers. So they do have an okay next couple weeks does get tough, though. Um, for the most part in this game, I only saw most of the highlights on red zone. I saw the Eric Ebron touchdown. Juju. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not missing any Juju dances at all. Um, but that's the gist of it, man. Did, did you get uh, glimpses of this game at all? Like, was this as close as it should have been? Yeah, I mean, I was watching. I mean, the Texans did not score in the last two quarters, so I don't know about that. But No, I mean, I was watching the game, and it was just – it's so upsetting because Watson is so talented and he's such a good quarterback. And I feel like Bill O'Brien just screwed him. Yeah, not much not much to say there. He'll, I think he'll be gone soon, but maybe he knows something we don't. And he'll be there for the next yeah. 10 years. Uh, Titans, Vikings, dude, Vikings look gross. Seriously. They lose by yeah, one point to the, to the Titans, 31-30. to 30. Titans are 3-0. and They're dealing with COVID right now. They'll get through that. Um but Ryan Tannehill looked okay, Max. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's a stud. He didn't have any touchdowns going into this game. He gets two. Uh, you get a guy in Khalif Raymond, 118 yards on three receptions. Three. Three of them. Um, 
yeah, they, they their defense is just absolutely awful. Kirk Cousins is awful. Dalvin Cook is amazing. Well, we knew that because you paid him a crap load of money. Justin Jefferson finally lets loose on seven receptions. He went off. Do you think we'll see more of this, or is this just a fluke? Because, listen, Adam Thielen is still a stud. He's been there for a while. You get Kyle Rudolph, the classic one-handed touchdown. Dude, if at all all you watch the game, if you literally watch it, you would think the Vikings won this game. Seriously. Yeah, I mean. Goskowski went off. He got right in this game. Six field goals. That's it, that's it, the difference. It was uh, it was a strange, strange game because like the, the Vikings are another team. Like you know what we were talking about with the Falcons before. They've been to the playoffs. They had success, and like it, what is happening with them? I don't know. I'm just gonna their their defense is just bad. There's not much else there to say, and. Um, you go 0-3 to start, not good. I definitely saw some regression. Not this much. Um, yeah. Panthers-Chargers. Um, didn't watch that game too much, so there's not much to say there. But uh, the Panthers ended up winning. Uh, they get Matt Rule's first win um, as an NFL head coach. Dude, I really like Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I think he, he made the right decision by leaving the Jets. He's flourishing with the Panthers. Dude looks really good. Just looks good. He is. I mean, he always had that talent. I think with the Jets, he was more of like that big play guy, like they would finally get him open and finally throw to him. But that, I think, was more because the inconsistent play at quarterback. I don't think that was a him problem. I think that was the quarterback problem. And it's showing because he's getting 100 yards pretty much every week. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater, and they know each other pretty well. But Mike Davis had a really, really good game. He did, yeah. Receiving and rushing. Rushing was more okay, but the passing was pretty solid. Um. They win the game without Christian McCaffrey. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, when he gets back. Probably should expect a little bit more. But they go up against the Cardinals next week. Falcons after that. Bears after that. So I don't know when exactly he will be back, but they seem to be holding up just fine without him. Uh, the Chargers, however, I expected a way better game out of them, even though I know they have a rookie quarterback and Justin Herbert. Um, you probably, I think they could have, they probably should have held their own defensively. I know they're a little beat up there. Um, Austin Eckler went off too. He's getting more carries this year than he got last year. And he's, he's still putting up some pretty decent points. Joshua Kelly. Um, usually they're like that one, two punch. They'd be up there in like the top five, like, you know, running back duos in the league, but he fumbles in this game, which was unfortunate, but I think he'll bounce back. Keenan Allen, uh, I know there was that discussion in the offseason. Is Mike Evans or Keenan Allen better? And then Keenan Allen's like, I'm better than everyone. And he was like, especially <laughs> Mike Evans. Is that true? 13 receptions, 132 yards, a touchdown? Is that true? I feel like they're both kind of inconsistent. I feel like it's kind of hard because their quarterbacks could both – well, based on last year. This year it's a little different. But last year, like in the years before, their quarterbacks were inconsistent. I feel like one time – one game they're looking like they're they're solid quarterbacks, and the next they're throwing picks like it's nothing. I feel like I don't know. I I think me personally, I think I would take Evans just because he's a bigger guy, so he has more leverage. You know, you just throw it up to him, and chances of him coming down with it are higher. Uh, I mean, they both have their fair share of injuries, but I feel like Keenan Allen is hurt more. Right. Um. 
Well, he's a pretty solid bright spot there. Dude, speaking of Keenan Allen, and this is all I have to say on this game, just congrats to the Panthers. Needed that one. You got it. Chargers are probably the best opponent to get that on. End of story. But if Keenan Allen gets that lateral pass, just thrown back to the right spot, it was over. And I would would be sitting with 50 points by Austin Eckler, I think, (laughs) today, if that did happen. Um, But, dude, very, very close there. And if if that did happen, absolutely insane. But... Yeah, that's something to think about. Uh, so Jets Colts, not much to say there. We already talked about the Jets a little bit. Thirty-six to seven. Not even gonna waste a breath on this game, except yeah. that except that T. Y. Hilton sucks. I'll just say that <laughs> can't even get right against the Jets. What was that report that his grandma calls him and is like, "What is this? This is not the T. Y. I know." <laughs> and he's like, "You're right." And everyone's like, "Oh shoot, you better start T. Y. Hilton. He's gonna go off." He had like five receptions or something. I'm not even going to open that game. But yeah, best game of the week. Let's get into it. Cowboys, Seahawks, so, so good. Such a yes. good game. Listen, the Cowboys are 1-2. and two. They may be the best 1-2 and two team in the league. Uh, they're holding on against teams like the Seahawks, against the MVP caliber quarterback in Russell Wilson, which I hope he does get the MVP. Um, I think he's the only quarterback to have four touchdowns or more in the first three weeks of a season or something like that. Had five touchdowns in this game. Um, what did I say ago? Did I say he has receptions? Did I say receptions or touchdowns? Touchdowns. touchdowns. All, right, all right. So I said it right. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Give me your thoughts on this game. I know we're kind of rushing through games here, but give me your thoughts here. This is a really, really good game to watch. Yeah, I was watching it all the way, and I had fantasy implications. I have Russell Wilson on my team. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you know, watching the game, it was it was great. I mean, at first I felt like, yeah, like all oh, the Cowboys are being exposed, they're not looking that great, and then they started to fight a little bit, and then they took the lead, and I was just like, wow. I'm like, all right, this is this is why they're paying Wilson. It's kind of like this is this is his time to shine. Is he is he gonna you know is he gonna do it? Is he gonna prove he should be the MVP? And we all know he came at, he came through, and it was a solid game. It was just a fun game throughout the whole game to watch it wasn't like you know it was boring for a little bit and then it got exciting i feel like the whole game was exciting oh to yeah watch. back and forth all the way mm-hmm. you know Dak, even though he had three touchdowns two picks it's like i'm surprised he really hasn't been paid yet really like is there really any doubt now like is that what you were questioning before like i know you bring a new new head coach but jerry knows who this guy is you know exactly who you know this is the guy who replaced tony romo put him in the booth and he's here yeah. competing against the seahawks and you know the line has been shaky every every year like their offensive line but that that's your guy you're you're not going to move on from him are you start from scratch with someone else i think dak has that locker yeah. room on lock it's like he he's their franchise guy moving forward so get him paid mm-hmm. and yeah there's really not much to say to say there zeke even though he has 14 carries 34 yards and a touchdown um dude is still like a a solid bruiser that you need and he's like that classic running back. You run through guys, get the touchdown, and you love to see that. Uh, Michael Gallup, six receptions, 138 yards, a touchdown. Cedric Wilson, what the hell was that? Five receptions, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say there. It's just the way the game plan works, whatever guy's open, I'm throwing to, and it just so happened to be Cedric Wilson. doesn't matter if I have Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper. Um, I'm th- they're throwing to the guy that's open. Um but, but the Seahawks do get it done. Uh, the problem is with Chris Carson right now, he is hurt. I think I just saw a report a minute ago about... Uh, I, I did. They said he wasn't going to be out long. 
I think they said he started practicing. Or what was that tackle? Why were they Gator rolling with his leg? I I don't know who that was. I I don't remember who it was either, but I have absolutely no idea what the hell that was. DK Metcalf, he's doing the classic. I caught the ball. No one's catching me. Psych. Yeah. Stephon Diggs' brother is going to punch it out. He did the Leon Lett. That's what he did. Yep, that's what everyone was saying. He also did. Uh, he didn't do the. He didn't do it to Sean Jackson. He had the ball. No, he didn't drop. He it. didn't he got drop it, it. Out. He got it knocked out right. But he made up for it. At least at the end of the game, getting that touchdown to seal the deal. Yeah, yes, he definitely did needed, make up for it. Needed that. Uh, Ty Lockett. You question him every year, and you're like, maybe it was maybe it was a fluke. And then he last year, like, but coming into the series, you're like, he's solid, good. but they have DK, and he gets the three touchdowns. He just shouldn't be good. It angers me. He just shouldn't be is. good. I and that's know. what's so special about it. It it get I it's annoying. He's just one of those players that like just shouldn't be good. And there's no real reason why he shouldn't be good. I just don't think he should be as good as he is, and he just is. Well, what was he like a punt returner? He, yeah, he we're starting to see shifts like that because what Tyreek Hill was, and you saw Tyreek Hill from the start too. Why do you think Tyreek Hill is supposed to be as good as he is now, and Ty Lockett isn't? Because you every know. year, I don't think you do this every year, but you at least take Ty, uh, you at least take Tyreek Hill way too early, and. You're fine with that because what is he's going to give you the points that you want, but yep. he's kind of the same, not exactly the same as Tyler Lockett, and Tyler Lockett is probably doing just as well, not yeah, as I mean, not as a bigger speed threat, but as a reliable wide receiver, of course. Well, well, yeah, I think it's 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 more of Tyler Lockett is Tyler Lockett things because of his quarterback. You know, if you put him in another system, he probably would just be like an average receiver. So let's kind of wrap up everything here. Uh, Lions Cardinals that came down to a field goal. Overall, Cardinals need to take a good look at Kyler Murray and realize that we can have him run all day long. It's not going to work. Nope. He's got to start throwing. He's a, he was an MVP caliber quarterback. It still kind of is, but you were expecting them. Like I went over this with Mark. I don't think I went over it with you. They go two and zero. You expect them to go three and zero here, but now they have the yep. Panthers, Jets. And the Cowboys, they could have gone into the Cowboys game five and zero. Yeah, they could have. And yeah. you, and you really would have hung your hat on that. But after this, it's kind of like t- let's take a step back and realize that Kyler Murray is still a work in progress. He's phenomenal at quarterback in terms of excitement, but he's got to make plays with his arm if he's going to make it work. That showed on Monday night, by the way, with with Lamar Jackson. If he is just going to run the ball, do these read options. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, especially from behind. So, there you go. Kyler Murray throws three interceptions. But, of course, DeAndre Hopkins still goes off. Dude, it was probably their best addition of all time. Andy Isabella gets two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray did not look that great, though. He really didn't. No. He, He looked like a whole different quarterback from the last two weeks. I think he can get right these next two games before the, the Cowboys game, but they better come into that Cowboys game ready to to sling the ball a little more. Yeah. You're not going to run all over them. It's just not. No, happening. you're not. Buccaneers Broncos. Yeah, the Bu- the Broncos are screwed and unfortunately we have to watch that <laughs> um tomorrow against them against the Jets who are equally as awful. And they actually have a first round talent quarterback with an awful head coach and an awful game plan going in and out of every week. But the Broncos 
They have Jeff Driscoll. They signed Blake Bortles, don't want to use him. So they're going to go with Brett Rippon <laughs> at quarterback. What? Could you have they're ever gi- thought that it would yeah. go from Drew Locke to this? No, they're giving me reasons to not want to watch the game. That should be the main reason. Brett Rippon versus Sam Darnold? Good night. I don't want to watch Brett I'll go to bed Rippen. early. I, and I'm a really big fan of Drew Locke, too. I think he's a great quarterback, so I'm upset. Yeah, who knows when he'll be back. The, you don't want to mess with the uh, AC sprains, AC joint no, sprains. Not. not at all. Uh, definitely a game the Broncos, uh, not the Broncos, uh, the Buccaneers needed to win. Uh, still not hanging my hat on them, though. No, not at all. Because they got Chargers, Bears, Packers. I think their talent will really show against the Packers. 425 game. Chargers, I think they can compete. Bears, who knows what kind of team they'll look like by then. Because they still got to work with Nick Foles. But can they stop doing the thing? They're doing this. I know they're doing the committee thing with the Buccaneers. But is it Ronald Jones or is it Leonard Fournette? Pick one. Because Fournette uh... had a 100 yards last week. I think, all right, Ronald Jones lost his job. But no. Jones gets 13 carries, 53 yards, and then nothing. It's whoever they feel like. That's that's what they're doing. They're I was, like, hey. Also, I was mentioning this to Becca while we were watching, and because we were seeing Adam Humphreys play, and I was like, dude, Tom Brady missed. If he just came a year earlier, he would have had Scotty Miller probably and Adam Humphreys. Yeah, his favorite type of receivers. Yeah, even though you have Chris Godwin. Who well, is, he's, is, is he's, he's out he's, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's going to miss some time. That's unfortunate. But you have Mike Evans. He's now starting to throw to Rob Gronkowski. And Rob he's Gronkowski probably... Rob Gronkowski has the balls to come out and say, I'm a blocking tight end. I get more targets than I, I, than I thought I would. Then why did I draft you in yeah, fantasy? Well, well, the guy that hates kids, he's been doing pretty well. Bro, if they go into every game giving Mike Evans two receptions for two yards, two touchdowns, <laughs> This guy can run for over a hundred yards, like like in terms of receiving, like you know. Oh like, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. just a red zone threat. He can be a red zone no, threat and run some routes. He doesn't get separation, but still throw the ball to him. He's a big body guy, but hey, don't come, don't come in every week doing that. It's not gonna work. <laughs> you only got so much left. All right, two more games here, and not not much to say really. But the Packers Saints, um, I bet on this game. Packers plus three and a half. How Aaron, them having Aaron Rodgers and them being a dog in this game. Uh, baffles me um, because the Saints aren't looking so great. Uh, they got a ton of fines because of the uh, the, the whole uh, uh, mass situation with Sean Payton. Yeah, fine over a hundred thousand dollars, something like that. But Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns. Adam Lazard, Alan Lazard, excuse me. Um, pretty solid target for him. He likes guys like Robert Tanyan, Jay Sternberger. Mercedes Lewis gets a touchdown. Aaron Jones gets a touchdown running. It's like if it's working without your best receiver. This is this is a big Super Bowl contender for me. I think we we thought about it a year too early. I I at least did. Where I wanted to see Packers Chiefs didn't work out like that. It ended yeah. up being um Chiefs versus Niners, but I think this could maybe be the year that it's Packers Chiefs. And only if, if and only if, Devontae Adams stays healthy the rest of the year moving forward. Because literally what's stopping Aaron Rodgers if he's getting guys like... He pulled Alan Lazard from the practice squad and he's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just going to throw to you. You cool with that? (laughs) And he did it. So, there you have it. 
it's going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, if anything, it just shows this year too. Yeah. It just shows how great Aaron Rodgers actually is. Yeah. So, so good. So good. He's not even batting an eye with the Jordan love situation. No, not at all. Um, Drew Brees. He doesn't have it anymore, does he? No, he definitely doesn't. And I thought, you know, he's looking oh, downfield and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, he doesn't even he doesn't want to throw anymore. And it's he has kind of like three touchdowns, nearly 300 yards, but all thanks to Alvin Kamara because yeah. he throws a pass four yards behind the line of scrimmage, takes it 53 yards into the end zone. That's all Alvin Kamara. Yeah, stats don't show that, but it is. And dude. I like Drew Brees. Uh, th- this could be it. This could be the last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, in my opinion, I mean, hey, you, I could be wrong, but I don't see how you go far in the season, go far in the playoffs, if you're if you're not launching the ball down the field. I mean, you don't have to launch it every play, but you got weapons, having, Sanders, yeah, Smith. If, if you're having issues trying to throw the ball, it's going to be tough to, to, you know, win games. But. Even with Michael Thomas, he wasn't doing that. It, I mean, maybe a little bit, but when he comes back, what is that going to look yeah, like? Yeah, I, I do they just I magically think, go back to normal? It can't be because of one guy being like absent. It can't be. Yeah, it could be a game changer, but going from Drew Brees like putting his tail between his legs like that's not. Yeah, that's not I don't. Ideal. I don't think it's one player. I think it's just that. Michael Thomas has been so good at the shorter routes, and Drew Brees is fine with that because he doesn't, as we're finding out, he doesn't can't really throw that deep anymore. But it's just like, I'm surprised because I thought they were going to come out looking really great, and when they lost to the Raiders, I was surprised. Yeah, that was definitely a, a shocker there. But they go one and two, not normally something you see. But the Packers... Yeah. Watch out for them. Let's see. Look. Let's look at their stretch moving forward. They're so far. They are three and zero. They got the Falcons yep. on Monday night. They're they're gonna torch them, dude. They're gonna. Yeah, yeah, they are. Aaron Rodgers is gonna torch them. Their defense is just awful. And if he's he gets guys open, I don't know. He does. He's not the one getting them open, but the way he throws the game them plan, open. That's he what he thro- does. Yes, exactly. There you go. They got the Buccaneers after that. That should be a pretty decent game. Uh, then the Texans after that. Vikings after that. Niners. So. Decent stretch, but I see a lot of dominance still for those defenses. Um, yeah, we should see a lot from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Chiefs-Ravens, yep. a game we saw on Monday. Uh, Chiefs are so good. They just are. And if you, <laughs> and this is a game you see on Monday night, and I heard this today on a different podcast, that I think that Rams-Chiefs game uh, a little while ago, a couple years ago, I do ago, remember that. Yeah, may have brainwashed us because every time we see a, a Chiefs matchup on a night game on either where it's Monday or Thursday um, against a really good team, we think it's going to be like seventy to fifty. Yeah, and thirty-four to twenty, you'll take that. But it's still at the same time, it was like it was just a, a regular Monday night game, and it was the, it was the better team yeah. that won, obviously, in the Chiefs. The Ravens, they can run all you want, but if you're from, yeah. if, if you're behind, it's just not going to happen. They're 21 and one against every other team in the NFL, and the one team they can't beat is the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean they did not look good. Even no. from right off the bat, they did not look good. No. So it was. Mark Andrews was dropping passes, uh, going to get him open. It's like so your main guy's not open. 
your running game is kind of shot now because Mark Ingram was the was the guy. Now you're splitting between him and Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. JK, it would be J.K. Dobbins' uh you know, I think it's going to be his backfield one day. Lamar Jackson doesn't throw for 100 yards. He can't get anything away on the ground. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes is just slinging the ball. Four touchdowns. Baby on the way. Dude's living his life. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> I know he's great. But when is he just going to have that amazing game where you're like, he went off? Because the past couple games they haven't he hasn't really gone off per se. Yeah, but but he doesn't really have he to. He doesn't. But he doesn't. You know, I don't know. I'm just expecting it, waiting he'll, for it. He'll, he'll get that game when they play that team that like everyone knows they're gonna destroy and like they'll just run with him just to give Mahomes a little bit of a break. That's yeah, they get to, dude. Remember when I mentioned like week one? I'm like, are we falling into a trap with Sammy Watkins? I think we are. <laughs> Yeah, I think we are, and I'm falling right into it because I just picked him up in fantasy. Just uh, because if you're on like this winning offense, I'm expecting one game to go off. And oh yeah, definitely. He has the but most. It's... He's getting most receptions one game, then he's not the other. Maybe <laughs> none the next game. But he was hurt though. He also was hurt. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That concussion, concussion issue. Yeah. yeah. All right, not much else to say there. That's gonna wrap up the week three slate. Um, sorry it took us a while to get there. Went off on the Falcons, as we should have. Went off of the Giants, as we <laughs> should have. Um, but we're just staying facts. But real quickly, let's go through some of uh, some picks here. Uh, I'll go through Alrighty. the week four slates. We got Broncos-Jets <laughs> tomorrow, uh, Thursday uh, Night Football. Um, listen, I, I picked up the Broncos defense in fantasy, hoping they'll, like, you know, because this game could end 6-3, to three, and I still get, like, a free 10 points out of the defense. So maybe that's what I'm hoping for. But who do you really think wins here? Those two I, quarterbacks, Rippin and I think the Broncos. I, I just think the Broncos have a better team. They're coached better. I, I just think the Broncos. But you wouldn't be shocked if the Jets won. I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends in like a 2 nothing game. <laughs> just one safety. Yeah, that's... Dude, I think the, the Jets are that awful. I'm going Broncos also. Saints-Lions? Uh, I think the Saints. I don't think that's even really a question. I, th- I think they get right here. I think that was a fluke. Matt Patricia still sucks. Give me the Saints. Chargers, Buccaneers. Uh, I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks hold on, but I think the Chargers fight. They fight it out. Okay, um, I can see that. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. Might regret that, um, but you know, again, the Chargers. I think that the head-to-head game against the Chiefs. Everyone's kind of hanging their hat on that a little bit, but I think it's a divisional game. I think they figure each other out better than. Out of division games, Jaguars, Bengals. That's gross. I'm going Bengals. I'm gonna go Jags. Minshew goes off on that awful defense. Uh, okay. Vikings, Texans. Texans. Texans got to get right here. Can't go 0 4. Vikings. Oh. We might be expecting that, so that's fine. Seahawks, <laughs> Dolphins. Do I even gotta mention? Yeah, we no, know who we're that's picking. Uh, Steelers, Titans. That game's gonna be moved again, potentially Monday or Tuesday. Where is that? Did I even pick it? Did I think the Steelers it? will win this game because they're the ones not dealing with COVID. Yeah, I, I think the Steelers are going to win. I don't think it's going to be an easy win, but I, I think they could come away with the win. Browns-Cowboys. You have this Cowboys. weird thing with the Browns. I don't know why you hate them so much because they have nothing to do with your team. but They don't. I just, I just think the Cowboys are going to win that. Cardinals-Panthers. I think the Cardinals will win that. 
I think I know the, Panthers the Panthers will win this game. Yeah, I think the Panthers, they looked they looked good last week, but I just think I think this is going to be the game where we find out, you know, we re- we find out the true Kyler Murray. I think he lays an egg again. I think he's going to make he's going to show everyone that oh, you believed in me a little too hard. Let's take a step back even further. Okay. So, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. I feel like Rob Robbie Anderson just flies by this defense. They don't have Buda Baker, right? He just had surgery today. Yeah, he had the yeah, I think he did, yeah. Colts Bears. I'm going with the Bears. I'm going weird. with the Bears. I think Nick Foles gets after it and uh, yep. he shows he still got it. Ravens Washington, really? Ravens. <laughs> Giants Rams, really? Rams. Uh Rams, yeah. They got to they got to demolish them that game. Patriots Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. I don't think it's even in question. I'm going to go with the Chiefs too, but would you be surprised if the Patriots won by having some weird game plan against the Chiefs? Would you seriously I, I it wouldn't be surprising. I think it's going to start off very close. I think the game is going it's going to start off and everyone's going to be like, "Oh wow, there's a close game. This could be a close game." And I think the Chiefs after half are just going to kind of start to take over. I'll take the Chiefs also playing it safe. Bills Raiders, I'm going Bills. I'm picking the Raiders. The Bills have been getting off the hook. I think this is the game. I think the Raiders are going to finally No, no, there's no way. I think I, uh, I, I think they're going to do it. Listen, if Josh Rosen is going to get throw four touchdowns and run in for one every Josh, single week. Uh, no, Josh, J- Josh Allen. Allen. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, listen, we've been recording for a very long time. Uh, yeah, if Josh Allen can throw for four and run for one versus Derek Carr throwing at max two, I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, Eagles, Niners. That's Sunday night, dude. That sucks. Niners. I'm going with the Niners too, and then to wrap it up, Packers, Falcons, Monday Night Football. <sighs> Packers. Go pack, go. So those are our predictions for Week Four. We're gonna come back and recap that once that week is over. Chris, thank you for coming on the show. I know it's been a little bit of a long one, but uh, I think we needed to clear the air about that. Yes. Uh, that that football team you call. Uh, your favorite team, which is the Falcons. They got to get their act together. Unfortunately, this is a week where you have a little longer to get into Monday, but uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to help you. Aaron Rodgers no. is out for blood. And what other team? No, I, He's probably, Aaron Rodgers is not even going to practice. He's just like, I, I, I don't, I, I got this. Honestly, you could have given us a year to prepare and the way this team is looking, they still wouldn't come across with anything. So, yeah, we'll wrap it up here. It's Franchise Tag Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Chris, anything else to add? Um, hopefully I come here next week a little happier. Maybe they don't well, – maybe, maybe they don't blow the lead because they probably won't have one. But, hey, maybe we'll be surprised like I mentioned. You said – yeah, you said that they're reason, pretty solid together. Yeah. They, they, they play well against the Packers. I don't know why, but – We'll we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.